Good morning. This is Pastor Tom. I am grateful once again that we are able to gather over um, YouTube. I uh, want to um, take this opportunity to thank the Zimmerman families for um, for their contribution in worship today. As a reminder, both Fulmer and St. John's Lutheran churches of um, of our parish are having services now. Uh, both of them are outdoors under their pavilions and in the grove. So join us. Uh, Fulmer starts at 9 o'clock at their grove, and St. John's starts at 10.30 in their grove. Fulmer has Bible study or Sunday school right after worship in St. And St. John's has um, their Sunday school at 9.30, outdoors, both of them also. Uh, we will continue to um, do the broadcaster service over YouTube here. So if for any reason you can't join us physically, you can join us uh, through uh, electronic means through this particular channel on YouTube. We continue with our sermon series on hope this week as um, we explore how suffering can, can actually be hopeful as we finish out Chapter 3 of uh, Peter's first letter. I want to uh, wish Brian Post, Jean Headings, and Louise Noggle as they celebrate um, uh, wonderful birthdays today. We also wish them a day full of blessings and parties and cakes and so forth. Also, I'd like to congratulate Melissa and Tyler Buck, Misty and Rod Harris, and Phyllis and Doc Reiner as they all celebrate their wedding anniversaries this week. I hope it's as fun, fun as the day that they got married. I do want to share with you that we are doing a diaper drive this summer. During this economic, uh, economic downturn, there is a large need for diapers from for parents who um, can't afford them right now. As you know, many people are out of work or are getting paid less as a result of the economic um, complications from this pandemic. So we, as a church, are stepping up our desire to be of service in our community. So we are distributing as much as we can with diapers. So we will welcome any donations of yours of any size diapers that you are able to share. You could drop it off at the church on Sunday mornings or come to the parsonage and drop it off there. All right. And then over at St. John's, we are doing a food drive this summer, and it's going to go on until... The need is less, or, or you know, is is minimal. The local food bank is in serious need of do, of, of food and donations due to the economic downturn. So, any contributions that you can make, uh, non-perishable or financial means, is welcomed. And when we um, when we have gathered enough, we will uh, send it to our local food bank. And so, with that, let us uh, prepare our hearts and our minds as we now worship our Lord. Fears real 
grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Faithful God, most merciful judge, you care for your children with firmness and compassion. By your spirit, nurture us who live in your kingdom, that we may be rooted in the way of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. All right. In... In baptism, our gracious Heavenly Father frees us from sin and death by joining us to the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are born children of a fallen humanity. By water and the Holy Spirit, we are reborn children of God and made members of the church, the body of Christ. Living with Christ and in the communion of saints, we grow in faith, love, and obedience to the will of God. So... Uh, this is the only part I need for, uh, of the sponsors. Ready? Ready. Okay. Who presents this child for holy baptism? And so, repeat after me. We present uh, Hudson or Lila. Lila. Wait, let's, let, let's wait until we all come up. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. It's I did not Lila. call you up. Lila. Yeah. Why don't we do Hudson first well, and then we'll do Lila There is none. No, okay. There's no sponsors for Hudson. Oh, okay. Okay. Send. We present Hudson Tyler Buck. Sponsors? Okay. No. We present Lila Marie Burrell Campbell. Repeat after me. Lila Marie Burrell Campbell. For the sacrament of holy baptism. For the sacrament of holy baptism. And parents, called by the Holy Spirit, trusting in the grace and love of God, do you desire to have um, Hudson Tyler Buck and Lila Marie Burrow Campbell baptized into Christ. If so, please answer, we do. We do. We do. As you bring these two wonderful child children to receive the gift of baptism, you are entrusted with responsibilities to live with, uh, with these children among God's faithful people, bring them to the Word of God and the Holy Supper, teach them the Holy um, Lord's Prayer, the Creed, and the Ten Commandments. Place in their hands the Holy Scriptures and nurture them in faith and prayer so that Hudson and Lila may learn to grow and trust God, proclaim Christ through word and deed, care for others and the world that God made, and work for justice and peace. Parents, do you promise to help um, Tyler... Uh, um, um, was it Hudson and Lila grow in the Christian faith and life? If so, pl please answer, we do. we do. We do. And do you promise to nurture Hudson and Lila in the Christian faith as you are empowered by God's Spirit and to help them live in the covenant of holy baptism and in communion with the church event? If you do, please answer, we do. We, we do. do. And then people of God, all of you who are gathered here, do you promise to support Hudson and T Lila, and pray for them in their new life in Christ. If so, please answer pr proudly and loudly, we do. We do. All right. 
And I and for all of us who are here, I ask you to profess your faith in Christ Jesus, to reject sin, and to confess the faith of the church. Do you renounce the devil and all the forces that defy God? We do. Do you renounce the powers of this world that rebel against God? We do. Do you renounce the ways of sin that draws you from God? We do. And to everyone, do you believe in God the Father? We do. I believe in God. Repeat after me. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? We do. believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the Scriptures, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come to judge the living and the dead. And now do you believe in the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Holy Catholic Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. Blessed are you, O God, maker and ruler of all things. Your voice thundered over the waters of creation. Your water, you watered the mountains and sent springs into the valleys to refresh and satisfy all living things. Through the waters of the flood, you carried those in the ark to safety. Through the sea, you led your people Israel from slavery to freedom. In the wilderness, you nourished them with water from the rock, and you brought them across the river Jordan to the promised land. By the baptism of his death and resurrection, your son Jesus has carried us to safety and freedom. The flood shall not overwhelm us, and the deep shall not swallow us up, for Christ has brought us over to the land of promise. He sends us to make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Pour out now your Holy Spirit and wash away the sin in this cleansing water. Clothe the baptized with Christ, and claim your daughters and sons, no longer slave and free, no longer male and female, but one with all the baptized in Christ Jesus, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. So now I'd like to ask, um, let's see, where is it? Oh, it's right there. there you are, way down there. Okay, so I need Tyler and, and Melissa, you, you take him, and then we're going to do the actual baptism. He, Yeah. You don't defend him over anything. I do whatever just you're comfortable. Stand here. <laughs> stand here. So there. we'll just welcome to, and then what you would do is just take some water and sprinkle on his head. Okay, Howard, and just repeat after me after before each one. Okay. Okay. So, Hudson Tyler, I baptize you. Say it. I Hudson Tyler, I baptize you. In the name of the Father. In the name of. Yep. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. If you don't mind, step aside, and then we'll have um, Lila come up. Not this way. There you go. All right. Just repeat after me. Okay, Gwen. You just stand over there. Okay. Lila Marie Burrell. 
Marie Burrell. I baptize you. I baptize you. In the name of the Father. And of the Son. And of the Holy Spirit. And of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Alright, stay right there. Well, well, okay. Blessed be God, the source of all life, the word of salvation, the spirit of mercy. Let us pray. We give you thanks, O God, that through the water and Holy Spirit we give we give your daughters and sons new birth, cleanse them from sin and raise them to eternal life. And now, Lord, sustain Hudson. Will you make the sign of the cross for me? Yeah, on his forehead. There you go. Sustain Hudson with the gift of your Holy Spirit, the spirit, spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, both now and forever. Amen. Amen. And now, Lila, will you please... Okay. Sustain Lila with the gift of your Holy Spirit the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of the Lord and the fear, or the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, both now and forever. Amen. Child, children of God, you have been sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. Uh, Amen. Now, I need... uh, Dads or whoever's not holding the babies. Hang on, it's doing this. You want to hold a candle? All right. There you go. Okay, let me light this. Then... No, hold on. Somebody has to repeat after me this little verse, okay? Help. No, you can't hold it, buddy. <laughs> Wait a minute, okay? Happy birthday. Uh, happy birthday. Yeah. No, it's not. There you go. Okay. Okay, repeat after me. Both, uh, both of you, okay, together. Let your light, Let your light. So, shine so shine before others, before others. That, they may see that they may see your good works, your good and, works. Glorify and glorify your Father in heaven. Through baptism you have been received into the household of God, entrusted with the good news of Jesus Christ, and strengthened to serve by the holy and life-giving Spirit. Amen. And for all of us, let us welcome the newly baptized. All right, let's clap. Congratulations. Yay. So we um, we have uh, we're sending with you as a uh, as a reminder of these um, of your baptism with these two candles. We ask that on the anniversary of um, of each uh, each year of the, of the baptisms that you would like that, and as long as you can, when you run out of this candle, we'll give you another one. Uh, and uh, just as a reminder that the baptism is a is a gift from God that is with us every day, every year for as long as we live. And also we're sent, we have. Um, we're sending with you also the um, a shell that is a gift of the of the national church uh, as something that uh, is a memento of this uh, auspicious moment. And so, with that, congratulations and welcome to the family, you two, um, uh, into God's family. Thank Amen. you. Amen. Amen. Right. Today's first reading is from Peter's letter to the Christians in Asia Minor, chapter three, starting at verse eight. Finally. All of you have unity of spirit, sympathy, love for one another, a tender heart, and a humble mind. Do not repay evil for evil or abuse for abuse, but on the contrary, repay with a blessing. It is for this that you are called that you might inherit a blessing. For those who desire life and desire to see good days, let them keep their tongues from evil and their lips from speaking deceit. 
Let them turn away from the evil and do good. Let them seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Now who will harm you if you are eager to do what is good? But even if you do suffer for doing what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear what they fear, and do not be intimidated. But in your hearts sanctify Christ as Lord. Always be ready to make your defense to anyone who demands from you an account of the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and reverence. Keep your conscience clear, so that when you are maligned, those who abuse you for your good conduct in Christ may be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if suffering should be God's will, than to suffer for doing evil. For Christ also suffered for sins once and for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, in order to bring you to God. He was put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit, in which also he went and made a proclamation to the spirits in prison, who in, the, in former times did not obey when God waited patiently in the days of Noah during the building of the ark, in which a few, that is, eight people, were saved through water. And baptism, which this prefigured, now saves you, not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, with angels, authorities, and powers made subject to him. Word of the Lord. Today's Gospel is from the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 5, starting at verse 38. Glory to you, O Lord. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist an evil doer. But if anyone strikes you on the right cheek, turn the other also. And if anyone who wants to sue you and take your coat, give your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go also the second mile. Give to everyone who begs from you, and do not refuse anyone who wants to borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be children of your Father in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the righteous and on the unrighteous. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers and sisters, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same. Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. This is the Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. In our text today, the image of suffering is um, very heavy, is very evident. And if you look at the Bible, from the, from the book of Genesis all the way to Revelation, the concept of suffering is very much present. And, and, and the concept of suffering that, move, that, that takes the form of physical and also emotional and economics also are found throughout the Bible. It seems like any time suffering occurs, there is a lot of pain, there is a lot of hurt, and there's and oftentimes there's a lot of death and you tend to find that in the old testament 
But here in the New Testament, where we as Christians tend to focus, Christ changes the concept of suffering from being something that is to avoid, to be avoided, something to always uh, walk away from or prevent. Instead, what Christ does is that he changes the concept of suffering into an opportunity, into an opportunity for ministry, into an opportunity to show love, to show grace. It is a gracious moment when we are in times of suffering. So with that understanding, Peter writes to the persecuted Christians in Asia Minor. And there he talks about what it means to suffer. And this is not the only time he talks about it. In the end of the fourth chapter, next week or the week after, we will talk about it. He continues this theme of suffering that Christ um, first introduced. That acknowledge that suffering is part of the human experience. That we cannot avoid it no matter what we do. Even the wealthy, the most powerful people suffer in some degree. We all suffer. It is just something that is so core to our being, to our existence, that if we don't suffer, it's really we never lived at all. And so instead of avoiding it, instead of walking and running away from it, Peter is inviting his persecuted Christians, readers, to really look at what it means to suffer. And there he talks about suffering as a means of ministry, as an opportunity to bring the kingdom of God much closer. And so he talks about how if you want to be unified, use your suffering as an opportunity to show that you are connected to God. And for his readers in Asia Minor, he wants them to see that it is through their suffering that they can stay together and together exemplify what Christ invited all of us to live, to live like. And so, he goes on then to talk about what it means to suffer. How does it look in their lives? And for them, or for Peter, he's asking them to take this concept of suffering and turn it into moments of joy, it, into opportunities where they can share the joy that they have in God. And it's a powerful text. I remember reading a book by Richard Wormbrandt, who suffered greatly at the hands of the communists in Romania in the 1950s and 60s. And there he spoke of opportunities in, his, in, the, in the concentration camps and in various um, places that he, were, he was forced to live, and how he took the opportunity to broadcast his love for Christ to those around him. I remember recently reading about um, the biography of, um, of uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, and right up until the moment that he was killed, in his Bonhoeffer's entire remaining days from the minute he was put into a, into a camp until he was uh, killed by a firing squad, was all about being spent in prayer and giving hope to the other prisoners who were looking at the same fate. And then I remember reading the stories of Apostles Peter and Apostles Paul, who knew that they were going to be killed once they went in front of the tribunal in Rome. 
and instead of running away from it, they used it as an opportunity to proclaim their love, preach gospel sermons that were mind-boggling in its effectiveness and power, and then when the time for them to go up, up on the the pyre the, uh, uh, that they that would they would light with with fire, even Paul, uh, Peter said, "Then bury me or hang me upside down on a cross, so that as I burn, I won't burn the same. I won't be hanging on the same cross in the same way as my Lord." He took he took the opportunity of death as an opportunity to show people who his God was and what his life was all about, and so this Peter who would eventually die upside down on a fiery pyre hung to an um, to a, up, to an upside down cross is the very man that is asking the persecuted Christians that the greatest testimony that we can give to the world is that it is in our suffering we still show grace it is in our hopelessness sometimes, that we still hold on to hope. It is when we feel most furthest away from God that we provide images and pictures of God to those who are around us, even the jailers. And we have seen it time and time again of people who take that opportunity to do it. And so in this time of horrible problems and, um, and just trials for so many of us, in this time pandemic where things are just thrown into disarray even in our own personal lives some of us are really suffering from lack of financial security food security lack of certainty in, in almost everything and then if we take it the national level there's just so much dissension and um, diversity of opinions and and it's just things just seem to be out of control Imagine if you feel that way, how everyone else around us must be feeling something like that. So, taking the text that Peter is giving us, he is inviting us to really take this opportunity to share to those around us how Christ is in the midst of the whirlwind. I remember one of my favorite stories in all the Old Testament is the story of Elijah. Elijah was had the unenviable task given to him by God to go to the king and queen of Israel, King Ahab and Queen Jezebel, and tell them that they were in deep trouble with God. And of course, the king and the queen were not too happy, and so they gave him a set of threats that cut right to the bone of his existence. He became so scared that he ran all the way to the very southern part of Israel. He went and hid in the, in a, um, in the mountain, and all of a sudden the mountain started to shake, and the winds around the mountain started to whip up, and things were just becoming chaotic, and all of a sudden he realized he was in the midst of a huge whirlwind, and there God's voice came to him. And God said, go back and do your work. I am with you. And God gave him food, gave him a little more rest, and he went, and he was able to be successful. The point of that story is that in the midst of whirlwinds, where we don't know what's happening sometimes, and we have to put all of our faith in God, God is very much in the midst of us all, in the midst of the whirlwind, and in the uncertainties of this life, we are standing on solid ground when we trust our Lord. So, I want to invite you to think about how in this time of disconcertedness, 
deep, deep uncertainties, keep your faith in Christ, keep it strong, and allow God to work through you so that the whirlwinds around you does not overtake you nor the people around you, but instead let this opportunity be a time where you broadcast your love for God through your service, through your words, and through the things that we do in our lives that will best show to our community that God's certainly in the midst of us. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we're so grateful that you continue to love us, that you continue to work with us, that you continue to guide us even in the midst of craziness, of whirlwinds and uncertainties. Lord, help us to be like Elijah and remain faithful to you, and help us to continue to walk according to your will, so that as we do, we know that your will is done in our world and in our community. Lord, let this be a time where we can help bring your kingdom ever nearer to the world around us, to the people in our midst. In your name we pray. Amen. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray. God of goodness and growth, all creation is yours, and your faithfulness is as firm as the heavens. Water and word, wine and bread, these are signs of your abundant grace. Nourish us through these gifts that we might proclaim your steadfast love in our communities and in the world. Through Jesus Christ, our strength and song. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Neither death, neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. God the Creator, Jesus the Christ, and the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, bless you and keep you in eternal love. Amen. Go in peace. Christ is with you. Thanks be to God.